What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I will recap our Nashville trip where an ungodly number of beers were drank. We'll touch on the NBA Finals, including shitting on Jason Tatum by comparing him to Drake. Next, as a tribute to one of the best shows on Netflix, Coin and I will draft the best sketches from I Think You Should Leave. We'll narrow the Dumb Dumb Survivor series down to the final four flavors. Lastly, Stumptown, and then we out. Let's do it. It didn't explode at all. Oh, but it is it is frozen. Mmm. Super frozen. That's overflowing. Hang on. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Okay. I've got another one here. Hold on. Bonus crack for you. Oh, double crack? This one's going to be warm now. Mmm. It's pretty good. Welcome, everybody, to the Rookie Show. Oh, shit, it's overflowing more. Hold on, I gotta get some napkins. <laughs> Welcome to... Oh, shit, it's overflowing more. <laughs> Anyways, Noel's picking up his mess. This guy's a fucking loser. Jesus Christ. This is so embarrassing. He's literally ruining my entire life. Um, I have to wait hours for him to get his content ready because it takes him so long because he's so dumb. Like, so dumb. And this is how he repays me. It's honestly uh, embarrassing for him. Um, I apologize to the listeners. Uh, I know that you guys are just besmirched and saddened by his decorum and his general lack of intelligence on every single pod. Um, And so I apologize to you guys for that. And I hope that uh, you appreciate what I've done to try and pick up the slack for him. Oh, hey, you're back. What's up? And we're back. Yeah, I have no idea what was just said. Uh, let's try that again. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to The Rookie Show. That was the sound of two regular beers and one frozen beer being cracked. And this is the sound of your very favorite podcast. Uh, that's right. Um, joining me. I'm oh, sorry. I, I'm all thrown off. Jesus, man. <laughs> I am one of your loving hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me as per usual, right. Mr. 503 himself, the number two Hoobastank fan in all of Nashville, Sick. Uh, what up, coin? Looking for his white whale, Captain Aflab, what up, no. Uh, <laughs> I am Flab. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. One of your better Thank ones. You. I appreciate that. I like it. Uh, coin and I, fresh off a... A dual bachelor party in Nashville. Uh, granted, we're I forgot we're a week to post out. any content on the pod or on the pod account. My bad. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that were just waiting around watching the the Twitter handle for the <sighs> I know account, but... they wanted that. Um, yeah. are, how are you feeling? You recovered? I am recovered. Um, we'll get into more of the specifics, but uh, leaving Nashville like the following days after that was some of the worst I have ever felt in my life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we'll we'll get into it. Um, let's okay. start with this coin. What are you yeah. drinking this evening? Noel, I have for you a limited release beer. Uh oh, from Boneyard Beer, sister brewery of Railyard, of course. <laughs> um, the Hoppa Wheelie IPA. Ooh, uh, yeah. It's got this nice little um, crazy Cyclops looking gremlin guy with one eye. Yeah, just roasting crazy. a wheelie with flames coming out the back. Yeah. It's just a nice orange and black, very Halloween-y looking can. It is Halloween-y. 
Yes, I'd agree. How's the taste? I would say I understand why it is a limited release. Oh, it's just... It's not that great. Not that good. I'm sorry to hear that. No, 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 no. Is Boneyard in uh, Portland, Oregon? Boneyard is a... Well, I had like a weird Minnesota accent right there. Boneyard. The Boneyard. uh, (laughs) Boneyard's a pretty Minnesota beer up here, yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah, it is a Portland beer. uh, Usually, a lot of places, they have like... It's called a Boneyard RPM. It's like a rotating one. It's really good, usually. This one is not as good, and I'm glad that they don't have this all the time. Hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I like mm-hmm. the can. It's nice. Yeah, me too. Good job on the can. Uh, beer execution could be better, right? Could be better. Uh, Noel, what are you drinking? What do you got for me? Coin, I've got from, for you a uh, 16-ouncer. It is out of, shoot, I don't know what the brewery is. Uh, hold on. That'd be a cool name for a brewery. Let me, let me see. I believe it's Solomoth Brewery. Solomoth. Mm. Maybe it's in Naperville, Illinois. I picked this out for the name. It's called the... Punk Rock for Rich Kids. Sick. Pretty good. And actually, the can isn't bad. There's a big old grizzly bear, a fierce-looking grizzly bear. He's, uh, I don't know, eating some green things, or maybe it's smoke coming out of his mouth. I think it's smoke coming out of his mouth, if I had to guess. Yeah. He does look like a bit of a demon bear. Maybe he's related to the guy popping the wheelie on your your thing. It looks like my my uncle went through a midlife crisis, Mm -hmm. and... uh, he had already had a motorcycle, so instead he got this giant bear skeleton tattoo ripping through his chest, and it looks a lot like that. <laughs> wow. That guy sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's pretty cool. We, uh, we showed my, uh, it, he, he showed us at my like high school graduation, and my grandma was there in the kitchen. He just took his shirt off, and my grandma was like so distraught she had to leave the house for like an hour. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it was really uh, funny. I would be too. Um, yeah, so it's basically like that for the listeners who've yeah. seen Elvis's uncle's tattoo. Shouts, yeah. Uncle Corky. Shouts. Uh, all right, so for beers, I assume it's a bit of a recap of Nashville. So, no? Yeah. Yes? Just bang it oh, okay, out. Yes, you're shaking absolutely. your head, but yeah. like, no yes. It was a no yes. It was like a roll into it, yes, like that. So I kind of listed listed the kind of sequence of events did you how did you want to go through this did you want to talk about your favorite i'll follow, I'll follow your lead okay I'll you can just co- commentary all right so yeah. this was a bachelor party for two of our friends as i mentioned dose nate heinrichs and ty pillow ty pillow mm-hmm. uh so we decided to do one day was nate day and one day was p day so the first day that we were all there for the full day was nate day uh we loaded we stocked the fridge up with yinglings did you enjoy your yingling consumption I did. I feel like I had a lot of them. We did have a miscommunication. Are we just glazing over Friday night. Uh, Friday I guess night so. Might have been like the second. Uh, we got pretty damn drunk on Friday. <laughs> we got yeah. That was the second drunkest. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. We got very drunk on Friday. I guess I I didn't yeah. have any particular notes. I guess most of the group. It got was nice because we got in. Like we got 1, in early. Yeah. Yeah, we got in early. Me and Noel were the first ones there. Smashed some yinglings. Watched basketball. Went out to the bars. Waited for everybody. The first thing, I just wanted to get to Friday first because that okay. was my uh, introduction to, so we sit down at this bar, I assume we play rock, paper, scissors for it, and I lose again somehow, mm. I'm on a cold streak, and I, I'm buying us a beer and a shot. One beer, it was just a yingling, not a good beer, it's like on par with, you know, Bud, and of course, yeah. it just tastes way better, um, and then a shot of Fireball for each of us. a fireball shot, $9 uh, per yingling, just an insane amount. 
to have her say to me, I was like, look me in the face and say that again. I would say, I mean, we can comment on the quality of the bars. I'd say pretty damn awesome. Like a lot of the bars, the fact that there's like four bars in one. Oh, absolutely. Now, yeah. does it make up for the fact of how expensive it is? No. For a night, maybe? maybe. For a night? I'll but give you that. Like to live there, like to go there very often. It is insane. I've I can't never... imagine any Nashville natives go to Broadway. It's like you're going out to like a... a sporting event or like a concert and that's the price yeah. of beers all the time it's absurd yep mm-hmm. i guess i get that you're seeing live music but i guess it makes sense because there's like there's live music at every bar and there's no covers anywhere so right. they gotta make kind of i get it yeah it does suck but, buns, but. but it stings yes it stings to put your card so we all that. had several hundred dollar uh yeah bar tabs and yeah. there was Clean. seven of us so yeah a lot <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyway that was yeah that was night one technically like i said most of mm-hmm. the guys that flew in from montana like literally got to the bars at 1 a.m straight straight from the airport so mm-hmm. uh nate day there was some miscommunication on stocking the fridge so we ended up with way too many beers in our fridge and ended up leaving like 30 yinglings behind very sad oops oops good oops good for the next group for the airbnb yeah. although not good for how that place probably smelled um <laughs> Uh, so day one, Nate day, we went curling. Your thoughts on curl? You'd been before. I had been. Mm. It is a lot of fun though. I mean, I had been with like a group of coworkers, way more fun with just friends. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed curling. We all had the same complaint, which was we spent 40 minutes of the hour, like quote yeah. unquote learning. And then we only went down and back one time and then the time was up. So I guess like I can, you confidently feel like he could have explained that all to us in five minutes and we would have been good to go. Definitely. Super. Yeah. Or, or like 15. I say 15. We 15. could have been good yeah. in Give us 45 minutes to curl. We got to go throw down and one back what, once? Yeah, down and back one time. Yeah, exactly. So That sucks. Uh, so we stayed at the curling place, did a little bowling. Um, I kicked Elvis's ass. No big deal. You did. With some no-look strikes. Just close, right? Uh, yeah, you were beating me and then I... I ended with four strikes or whatever it was That's right, right. So. it's really frustrating <laughs> uh so we went to a nice dinner had steak and sushi at a at a fancy mm-hmm. dinner that was a nice thousand the dinner was bomb tab. it was good mm-hmm. it's a good choice i was pretty drunk by then i keep yeah. trying to remember like the the evenings of these days and i'm like it's they're all blurred blurry. together i don't yeah, know i don't know it's not like we really like ever fully sobered up from friday night no. to Sunday. No chance. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Saturday night was we just got totally shit housed at the bars. Um, some people got kicked out of bars. Some people didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Who's but, to say which one of these podcasters not named Elvis was the one that got kicked out? Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Semantics. Nobody really knows. You just said you don't remember. Nobody anything. knows. So That's who knows? Could have been. I don't remember anything. Remember? But I do remember specifically. I hope you don't mind. The bartenders <laughs> did come and get us at one point. And say, hey, your friend is sleeping in the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. I, <laughs> it's like, well, you don't have to tell us which, what he looks like or what, <laughs> what he's doing. Like, we know exactly what he's doing. We know who it is. <laughs> and we get in there and you're kind of just swaying in the middle of the bathroom. But to your credit, full recovery. You were back at it by the I'm end back. of the night. I'm back, baby. Just took a quick little cat nap <laughs> and we're good to go. 
So great. I night, cannot great express to you how disgusting the floors and the bathroom, <laughs> the bathroom floors and the Kid Rock bar in Nashville are. <laughs> Travis was laying down on, but quite comfortable. If I do say so. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to P Day. So P Day. Uh, right. I had a funny comment. We went to this brunch place, which had its ups and downs. It took way too long to get our food, but we did have a uh, couple of jalapeno cheddar pretzels. And I didn't tell you that on the bill, I thought it was funny that they called it a Jap cheddar pretzel. <laughs> That's what they usually do. It's really funny. But like, I don't know why they said jalapeno they does not have the letters J A P in the sequence. Usually to be like Jalp. It's like no, almost it Jap. was straight up Jap. They just went Jap. That's really funny. Interesting choice. It's fucking Nashville. Racist. Um, we went on a brewery tour. Truer? Truer? Brewery tour. Tour. That's what I meant to say. Brewery tour. Uh, yeah. One of the highlights was Elvis was the last one on the trolley, and we convinced all the other people on the trolley to boo him when he got on. So then that continued. For At the rest every of the stop. Day. Yeah. Rest of the day. You guys really thought good. it would be fun. I mean, I loved it. It was great. Oh, You're I like, know you did. Oh, we're going to give this guy attention when he gets on the bus. I was like, this is amazing. This is the best day of my life. Uh, uh, did you have a favorite brewery or b- beer or memory from the brewery tour? Uh, Win in Cornhole was pretty awesome. Uh, shouts Dane for absolutely carrying my ass. Mm. I was terrible at, at Cornhole, but he carried me in two games, two victories. Uh, I liked the first one a lot. The last one we went to wasn't great. I didn't like that place at so all. So I listed them. So Monday Night Brewery was the first one we went to. It was awesome. It had like a big old outdoor That, that was the big area, stone, big the open. brick one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that um, was really cool. The second bar was called Barique, which the highlight of that one was that they had these $6 pints of a 9% Pilsner. Remember mm-hmm. those? Those mm-hmm. are good. Uh, we then went to Crazy Gnome Brewing. Which uh, I remember, was crazy gnome. Pretty that chill was where spot. I had to like really collect myself. I was getting pretty drunk at that point. Yeah, and then then I think we only went to one more. Did we go to two more? Yeah, we went to one more, and the last one was not good. I think it was that was the one that was like on a busy street, and it looked like it was yeah. in like Butte, kind of tailgate brewery. Yeah, yeah, wasn't a fan. So uh, where and was then, the second one? I don't, I can't, I don't really remember. The second, the second one was in a weird, like almost strip mall looking thing, and you walk in, and there's all the barrels. And it's a long, yes. narrow okay. one. Now I remember. Which and was they had the weird on the outside, but on the inside it was all right. And the beers yeah. were good. Yep. Um, so, gotcha. The rest of P-Day, we went to, made a point to go to Prince's Hot Chicken. Uh, yep. And I don't remember if you were part of this, but I personally got one that was way too fucking hot. And it was pretty much miserable. And I did not enjoy my chicken at all. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I, uh, I did get the, I got the second from the hottest. I don't know. Did you get the hottest, hottest? Uh, I thought I got like second or third from the hottest. You got like XX hot? Yeah, I think, I think you got the third one down, right? Did you get... And I got, I got second. You're I saying got second you got a hotter second. flavor than me and it didn't bother you? No, it did. I mean, it was, it was definitely super hot, but I don't know if you remember, but I could barely eat because I was like too hungover. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so I had like one tender and I was like, it was, it was hot. I mean, but okay. it wasn't. Well, I, I wasn't I dying. I'm a bigger pansy. Yeah, I, I eat dying. a lot of hot. I eat a lot of hot chicken, though. Okay, I do not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We did watch the game seven of Heat Celtics there, which was exciting. That was fun. That uh. Was fun. And then we were all too kind of worn out to go to the bars, so we decided to go back to the Airbnb and just watch. I think you should leave for several hours. Several hours. It was fantastic. Yeah. Had a couple beers there. Yeah. It was great. I'm glad we didn't ice cream. Decide not to go out. We had a ton of ice uh, cream. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. Some mint moose tracks was what I was bombing on. So, 
Um, so that was the main trip, and then you had a rough day. So tell us about your trip home. Oh, man. Well, so the way that it worked out, my flight, getting to Nashville from Portland is just not easy by any means. It's basically done across the country, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, My flight going home was at 5.30. I think I boarded at 4.55 or something like that. So I had to get to the airport at like 4. This is a.m. 4 a.m. on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Or Monday, excuse me. And so we, Graham and I decided not to go to sleep. Um, which was a mistake. We should have definitely gone to sleep. Uh, it just, it ruined me for like three days. Mm. Like I just, I don't have that in my body anymore. The only thing it's funny because on a general weekly basis, I operate on basically like maybe five to six hours of sleep. I do not sleep very much. Yeah. And then when I drink though, the only thing that will make me not be a little bitch is like if I sleep a fuck ton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get on the plane or we get to the airport Get on the plane. I fly actually like further east. I have to go to Atlanta, and then we get to Atlanta, and the flight is, flight is completely full. I'm in the like third row from the back. I'm in a middle seat. Mm. I <laughs> I uh, I maybe sleep for like 45 minutes, and then I kind of wake up and I'm just like so uncomfortable. And I try to just watch some shows. And you know when you're like around your eyes is just kind of throbbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was what was going on, mm. and then. Um, finally we get to portland and it luckily that one nice thing was i was home at 10 45 so we landed in in portland at like 10 15 a.m ish and i was i nikki had to come to the airport to she was leaving that day and i could have waited like an hour for her to get there and then just take the car home like switch off with her but i was like i want to be in my bed so badly like i i will probably pay a hundred dollars for an uber right now i do not care Mm mm-hmm no, so, but it wasn't bad. It was like 20 bucks and, uh, I get home and I just didn't go to sleep. And I said, I just stayed up and kept watching shows. And then I, that night though, I passed out at like 10, 15 and slept until 9am. It was amazing. That sounds lovely. I would yeah. say, uh, I was envious of you by the end of the day for sure. Uh, although I think I would have even handled even worse that, that little amount of sleep and, and staying up all night. But I literally left 12 hours after you. Like my flight was at 5.30 p.m. And we had nothing to do it's on Thursday. Late. We had to check out of the Airbnb at 11. We just like went to the airport. I sat at the airport for like Did you five really? hours. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. I don't know where you go. We had all our bags. Like, what? I don't know. Go drink. I wasn't going to drink. Gone, you, can, you can go to a hotel at any hotel. Hold on to your bags for you. Yeah, I don't know. We were tired. We didn't want to like go do or spend money, you know. It was just yeah, like, that's true. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that was the unfortunate thing. I make a point pretty much to never, ever tally up how much I spend on trips. Uh huh. Yeah. And because we had to even up though, like at the end of this one, that was a solid, you know, little two k weekend right there. Well, you, you're you're including flights, flights included. right? Flights included. Yeah, 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 flights included. Yeah. So I was about the same because. Mine was probably twelve hundred, and my flights were probably eight hundred dollars cheaper than yours. So, yeah, uh, it was Fair. the most expensive weekend trip, definitely I've ever taken. So, yeah, but worth it. And I have to keep reminding myself, it was two. It was, it was two, two bachelor, bachelor parties. parties. So we're Could good. you imagine yeah. if you paid two one thousand dollar trips for an awesome three three day bachelor party? No problem. I'd be jacked. I'd be yeah, jacked. Great. But this this is one of those things that harkens back to why. When I'm in people's weddings, I do not get the wedding gifts. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, my last thought on being super hungover was, so I got back late Monday night. We had the playoffs for our basketball team on Tuesday. 
<laughs> and by the way, we had not played in three weeks because we had a scheduled bye for the last <laughs> week of the season. We had a bye because we were undefeated, and then we played. So I hadn't played in three weeks. Um, I did not tell you that. Prob- oh, also, half the team didn't show up, so we had no subs. No subs. Mm-hmm. I had to play 40 minutes of basketball. And by minute two, I was literally miserably dying. But I also, <laughs> not exaggerating, probably went like two for 12, something like that. I hit one three, but I was probably like one for seven from three. Missed a ton of layups. I my had guy. so many shots where I just went up for the layup and the ball just slipped out of my hands. Like I was pure grease. And then I yeah. also had the most embarrassing, disappointing moment of my entire life, which was in a close game at the end, I got the ball passed to me in the post. I pulled a Ben Simmons. Because, by the way, the other team had a dude that we'd played this team like four times before, kicked their ass every time. For the playoffs, they bring in some ringer who's no shit like 6'8", and he just keeps rejecting yeah. our shit over and over. So I get the ball in the post with like 12 <laughs> seconds left, and it's tied. And I don't want to turn around and get rejected. So I try passing it out to the top of the key and it gets stolen. And uh, the, so the other team went down and we, I don't know, there was there was more to it. Um, but I really felt like Ben Simmons passing up a, a shot in the paint for the game. When, Wait, did uh, you guys end up losing? So then it was tied and I decided <laughs> to guard the uh, the best player on the last play. I was like, I, I got to make up for it. He kind of got past me, but I got uh, kind of a hand in his face. He missed the shot, and his uh, teammate, wide open, grabs the putback, puts it in at the buzzer, and we lose. Buzzer beater lost. Do you think, had you not been that hungover, do you guys win? I think yes. Is it the difference in one basket? Yeah, no question. Yeah, no question. Probably, I was miserable. Right? I honestly was miserable. I, I had no fun at all. I forgot that uh, it took me, like seriously, like, Till Wednesday, probably afternoon to like feel better. Yeah, I would say because I couldn't like I need I usually need to like sweat like get a workout or do something. Yeah, and um, I committed I forgot the week before to like trivia on Tuesday night, mm. and I had to text my friend and I was like, I don't have any brain power. I can't I can't help you right Smart. now. Like I don't want to go. I really don't want to leave my house. <laughs> it sounds terrible. The sweating. I will say I think it really did accelerate my uh, my hangover cure though because wednesday i felt makes a huge difference yeah makes a huge difference yeah yeah okay that was a nice 20 minutes on nashville any other thoughts uh no i just want to say uh i know that you drank this weekend i made a very clear point to just not get drunk whatsoever this weekend and i feel fantastic i gotta say uh i had no intentions of doing it but i got roped into it as as will happen you've been there before as as you believe me had somebody pulled my leg. I was, um, when I was driving back, I went to a movie with Graham on Friday night and we went and smoked cigars and had a couple beers after. Yeah. And as I was driving back, I was like, you know, I could just like <laughs> pop into the bar across the street for like a beer. Or <laughs> and I was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> I am proud of you. I am proud of you. Thank you. I had to talk myself out of it, well but done. I did feel fantastic today. Okay, well, that was a nice round of beers. Mm-hmm. All right, Coin, quickly, before we get to the meat of our pod, uh, NBA yeah. Finals are going. I think yeah. by the time this airs, I don't know if Game 3 will have happened, but uh, it's 1-1, Golden State, Boston. Uh, right. give, me your, give me your finals thoughts. My finals thoughts are that I'm bummed that I forgot 
uh, game one was happening on Thursday. I scheduled a golf outing with friends on Thursday night, but I played the best golf I've played in like a year, so I'm happy about it. Nice. Congrats. Um, Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm taking lessons too. Took a lesson on Sunday. It was, sorry, quick sidebar. Uh, We went and took lessons on Sunday and it's exactly what happened. Uh, Joe and I are doing tandem ones just because it's like a little cheaper. You get a good deal. Yeah. And uh, exactly what I wanted to happen happened where uh, the the instructor was like, all right, cool. Let's see your swings, do your things, whatever. And he's like, all right, I'm going to start with him. He needs like a lot more work. And he was like pointing at Joe and I was like, thank God. It had to be one of us that needed a lot more work and... I was hoping it would be Joe. Oh, <laughs> so, shouts Joe. Sad. Shouts Joe. Um, any hoosers. My final thoughts are, as much as I didn't really, I wasn't really invested or like in tune for the playoffs, I feel like I'm kind of here. Like this finals is good and I'm into it and I, I want to watch and I'm into it. Uh, I just keep missing the, bu- like things keep happening on the days of the finals and I can't like quite sit down and fully watch a game. Like mm. yesterday I had to go pick up Nikki from the airport. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> there was a few times where I was texting you and I happened to be like looking at my phone during giant moments. And I was like, God, fucking <laughs> <damn> it. <laughs> I was just missing huge threes. Yeah. But the main thought is, and we've talked about this at length, is that I'm so happy to be cheering for Steph. It, it feels really good and it's fun to watch. It is very That's my main sentiment. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I'm totally with you. You were texting me this right before the finals about how that's what we've talked ourselves into of of the most exciting part about this finals is being on Steph's side of things for once. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. although, okay, game one was insanity, like just how that all unfolded. Uh, the fourth quarter yeah. was just out of control. Celtics yeah. checking the box score on ESPN was not fun. It was unbelievable. Um, and then game two was. Like, really fun game, really close game until the Warriors just put it on, which if you're rooting for the Warriors, it was fun to watch that as well. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, being on Steph's side of things while he's just launching threes. And he's, I remember him in some of the early finals, and this is the reason he wasn't uh, finals MVP ever, is because he wasn't quite like, I'm the man, Steph, in in those finals. And he definitely is right now. Like, he is so comfortable. He is not scared. I mean, I wouldn't have any uh, fear if he had a big slump. Like, he'll shoot himself out of it. So, it's cool to see. He's, like, he's totally in tune. No, it is. It totally is. Well, I think that, I wonder if that's part of that growth of, like, sometimes you need somebody to come in and show you, for lack of a better term, like, what the big dog does. Like, when Kevin Durant was there and, like, he was so confident all the time, like, I think Steph just kind of needed him to eventually show him what to do and then move off of it so Steph could become like this version of himself, you know? Which is funny because obviously he's already won unanimous uh, league MVP, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. But he was scared in like a few finals. Right. And this is the one thing that he hasn't done, right? Finals MVP. That's like the only thing he can add to his resume at this point. I mean, probably true that the Iguodala... Finals MVP in 15 was like a little bit nonsensical, but right. it's not like Steph was awesome. No, he wasn't like, like he wasn't great. Shattering. Yeah, exactly. No. So it's, it's cool to see him it, and it looks like he wants it. Right. Yeah. Like if that's how I feel coming to the games and he's popping shots, you're, you're totally right. His demeanor is completely different than it was like in the 2016 finals. One thing I noticed that I pointed out to Katie is 
it fe- and I know you haven't sat down and watched the games for start to finish, but it feels like the Warriors offense has a lot more give it to Steph, let him ISO and cook than ever in the past. And I think that's probably more a result of what you were, you were going to say this. No, the exact same thing. I was going to say this. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably more a result of not having quite as many guys they trust to run their offense and get shots. Um, and it seems like a bad thing, but it also feels like he can do whatever he wants. So it's never a bad thing when you give Durant the ball in ISO or Giannis or LeBron. So it's not a bad thing. It just is weird to see when you think of the Warriors, who still have great ball movement a lot of the game, but they're just resorting to that a lot more. No, totally. And uh, I think we mentioned on here, it might have been a month or two ago, but uh, I was saying how I don't know how you can watch the Warriors play basketball and like they're just moving the entire time, passes, cuts, 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 just balls flying around. And then watch a team like even like a LeBron led team or Giannis and it's just stagnant and just ISO ball. Yeah. And like not think that Warriors basketball is just the most gorgeous thing like in the NBA right now. And it's so weird to see. That was my first thought I watched it the other day. There was probably five possessions in a row. I watched Steph just dribble on the on the wings for like, you know, 15 seconds of the 24 that they had. It was very strange. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I don't uh, think I loved it. But I also no, think that. Uh, the Celtics, the Celtics defense is like a little bit part of that. I wonder. Like, I don't know if they're like not letting them cut as freely. Like, maybe they're getting more physical, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could be that if the Celtics have such a great team defense, which they do, that they can, uh, you know, help and cover and do this and that. That the Warriors figure, all right, well, maybe our percentages go up when it's just Steph versus one other dude, than trying to beat yeah. this incredible team defense. Which I could see some logic to it. It's funny because those, I think we've talked about before, I know I've said that like 15 times, is that the um, high percentage plays, you're like, oh, Steph in ISO does this, this, this. I was like, yes, but Steph also only goes ISO two or three times a game and because the defense is not expecting it and that's why it's like such a high percentage play, you know what I mean? Like like it doesn't necessarily mean doing it a ton of times is going to be like fruitful. Yes, right, exactly. But it's a funny way to read the stats. And I feel like Kerr's always kind of had the grasp on that, whereas like um, a Mike D'Antoni wouldn't. You know what yeah, I mean? He'd just say, all right, we've seen Harden do this all in right, small James Harden, amounts. Go. Let's just do it every play now. <laughs> every play yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah. 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 What else? So before we get to the main thing we want to make fun of, I have three more things to bring up. Okay. I want to hear your thoughts on Draymond flexing while scoring four points per game. Uh, Draymond was just like a ball of energy, like ridiculous. I mean, it's been covered ad nauseum now in the media about how his fouls are ridiculous, his yelling at everybody's ridiculous, getting a technical, and then mm-hmm. just being allowed to do whatever he wants. Um, but yeah, that's probably an underrated part of his game. Of uh, He gets two baskets a game, and usually it's like an and one, and he just acts like he's the best scorer in the whole league. Uh, I would say it's harder to flip the switch on rooting for Draymond than it is for Steph. It's easier to be like, still fuck <laughs> Exponentially, <this guy." laughs> yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Even though I'm rooting for him. Like, yeah, I really hate uh, you. I wish he hadn't done that, but I'm glad you made the shot. It's funny because he's, he's had a few moments over the last couple of years that have been very close where I'm like, ah, man, is Draymond almost back? Or not even back. Is he almost there to being like kind of cool, kind of relatable, funny? But then he just... 
And I couldn't help but think every time he does it, it's not like you see any muscle definition. He's got these like skinny fat arms that he are does. just like kind of pushing together. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it, dude, you look bad. He's just <laughs> not quite good enough. I think when he was at his peak, it's um, it's cool to be the dickhead that yells at everybody and gets everyone fired up when you're also like an all-star caliber player. But when you're like fading to becoming a good starter but not great starter it's just not as uh it's not as fun anymore yeah yeah i absolutely agree um thoughts on clay and pool bad so i texted you uh i think this is probably mid third quarter or something pool for a game and a half was so bad just an absolute liability and i'm talking about on offense like we knew he sucked at defense, but he was he was sucked, getting blocked. Sucked feels time. nice. Sucked feels nice at I defense. Text you, I think the text so you was, bad at get defense. pulled the fuck out of the game, I think is what I text you. Yeah. He immediately, now granted, you know, they were up 15 or whatever. but Game's he hit, almost over at that point. He hits a deep three, and then actually before that, he had a really nice drive and wraparound dish to Looney for a dunk. Then he hits mm-hmm. a deep three. Then he hits the like half court three, which was fucking sweet. And yeah, then in the dead. fourth quarter, he scored another eight points, I think. So he had he had big numbers. So hopefully that kickstarted him on offense. I I think if he can be even a you know a percentage of that, he's I think they can hide him on defense to some extent. Like his his thing should be if he's guarding like Jalen Brown, just swipe, just go for the steal every time. You're gonna get burned Agreed. regardless. And those guys can't let him blow by sure. you. You have dudes who are playing defense behind you. Like I d I don't know. When it I feel like you almost set your defense back by looking like you're almost staying with him and then they blow by you, if that makes sense. Because you know then I mean? they don't feel like they have to come help you as much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh so pool, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He he leaves left a lot to be desired. Clay uh, doesn't look very good either, but it's kind of been the story of the playoffs. It's like he has Hot four games play. where he looks very yeah. pedestrian, and then he'll come alive. I'd be shocked if we didn't get a 30-point game out of him at some point. I agree. Uh, I agree. So I think you got to ride with him. But, yeah, it's just he's just not the same guy. It's kind of sad. It is a huge bummer. I've always been, uh, I've always been a huge Clay guy. I've always said he'd be – Prime Clay was like my number one LeBron teammate. Like, there's never been really that good of a catch and shooter in the league. He plays incredible. He played incredible defense. He just doesn't have the foot speed anymore. It's a bummer, but he does still have that ability to get hot, and he knows how to be there. I mean, Clay's not scared of anybody. No. So it's cool to see. And there, there was a few moments last night when he, it's, it's watching him uh, dribble by people is funny because he's just not a dribbler you're like you know he doesn't really have handles I would say no. but when he does make a dribble move you're like oh that looked kind of awkward but it worked I guess and he like gets to the rim <laughs> it's funny but you, that's kind of always been him right or you're yeah talking more now yeah yeah, yeah. it's more surprising now when he does get by somebody Definitely. But it's always Definitely. he's always been kind of like an awkward dribbler yeah absolutely all right last one. <clears throat> Which Celtics player making a three makes you say gross the hardest? <laughs> That's a fantastic question. Uh, I'm good at this. Makes me say gross. It's now it's got to flip to smart. It's smart for me because 
It was Derek White at one point. I'd say there's five guys that it has been at some point. You're absolutely but right. Now, we've now I'm gonna seen. Give, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna list okay. them. Okay, go if ahead. Possible. Go All ahead. Right. Go ahead. We're gonna go Smarf. 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 Marcus Smarf. Uh, Al Horford. Okay. Derek White. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's probably. I know he had that huge game, but it's still got to be Grant Williams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I would say Tice. Is Tice five? Yeah, well, what about Pritchard? Because Pritchard's he's a, a shooter. Good shooter. Okay, Pritchard's so you're saying shooter. because, he, yeah. okay, that's all he's out there for? Yeah. <sighs> he can, right? He comes in the game yeah. as a shooter. Ty- it makes sense. Like, it doesn't feel good when he makes them, but... If if Tice is involved, I would probably go Tice. He did that's hit fair. one in the first all right, game. so let's just involve the first yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be the first four guys, because those guys all shoot regularly. Um I've now come around to where I expect Derek White to make it because he's been on fire the first two games. Like, he does not mm. miss. Uh, and Horford, nah, same thing. I expect him to make it. He didn't really Dude, miss anything. if Horford's wide open, yeah. like, I trust him as much as anybody on the court. He's got this, like, disjointed, like, two-step shot that I think That's he's terrible. just mastered mastered to where he's got it, like, yeah, a he mechanism. Ha- he absolutely has. It's pretty it's awesome. It's like, um, it's three-quarters of a Derek White, or a, not Derek White, Derek Fisher shot. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. so now I, I gotta go smart just because I still expect him to miss. And like you said, we've seen Grant Williams just go off. He's a three and D guy. Marcus Smart is not going to be ever known as a shooter. So if he makes it, it's the, it's the most demoralizing to me when smart makes it. I would agree, especially because the way I think about it is if they had hit one, I would like the, the possession before smart would be the most likely to not only take a heat check off one, but to bank it in, and that would just piss me off to no end. <clears throat> That's exactly right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Smurf. Yeah. <clears throat> Marcus Smurf. <clears throat> All right. Um, well, the last thing we have to get to on the uh, the actual Celtics Warriors stuff is that the antics after game one of Jason Tatum sharing his text message to deceased Kobe Bryant text or number Wait, this which was... apparently has not been discontinued <laughs> it probably this has. one's for you that he apparently texted to a reporter or something like that wait wait, wait. i think it was are you, is this verbatim are you looking at this because i think you're a little off Am, is it t- not this one? first of all this was i think game seven of the heat series that he did this you're right it? sorry 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 you're and right and right, right, right. the text was i read I, got, I read my thing wrong i got you today is what he said which is way worse. It's way worse. It's way, way worse. worse. It's the lamest yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Not only did he... Okay, listen. I'm all for that if you want to text dead Kobe and let that be a thing that you think he's spiritually helping you. Do we call you. him Great. Dobie? What does D stand for? Are we... Dead. Oh, d- <laughs> I thought you were talking about... <laughs> I thought you were talking about calling Tatum Dobie. Oh, Tatum. Tatum, yeah, yeah. Dobby? Dobie the elf? Um, Adobe? Adobe Photoshop? So Adobe did not respond. Um, that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> Why would you post that on social media? Like that's the ultimate. It's so lame. It's so lame. All right. So then, what did he do? Um, I, has there been three now? I think three. I missed There's one. There's three. Now, I yes. Yeah. All right. What's the second one? So the second, second one was he wore the same outfit that Kobe wore oh, when he worked right. out for the Celtics in practice. You know, the, the best part is that nobody would have fucking noticed unless Tatum had said something. I'm positive. I'm positive yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. 
Definitely. Thirdly. Okay. Thirdly. You chose, this just happened yeah. eight to ten hours ago. I just shared it with you. He changed his profile picture on Twitter to him doing the... There's this the picture of Kobe laying flat on the basketball court with his head on a basketball. Kobe, or Tatum did the same thing. But not only that, he spliced the picture so it was Kobe on top and him on bottom. And yeah, Just, just you know, a little parallel Kobe-Tatum yeah. picture. Just, dude, so lame. My, my initial thought... Was it just, it's just like weirdo stuff and it's super obsessive. And this is exactly what Drake would do if he was a basketball player. Oh, what a take. This You're is exactly extreme right. Drake behavior. Holy cow. Is it not? It is exactly yeah. Drake behavior. Yeah. Holy shit. I'd like yeah. Drake less Feel good about that, you one. Said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a Drake hater. I thought of that like five minutes Jason before the pod. I was like, that's it. Drakeum. Is there something Jason Drakeum. Drakeum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the other part of this that we talked about was that all the Celtics have a 24 patch on their jerseys, and the Warriors don't. So it's like... Uh, right, lifelong lifelong Celtic faithful Kobe Bryant definitely didn't play for their rival. It's sim- Is that not the same? Because he died two seasons ago, right? It was 20... He died in 2020. 2020. It was right 20- before COVID. 2020. It was 2020. Right before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Right before COVID. January, January like 28th yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's been a long um, time. Two and a half years. Yeah. It's the same as the Heat having uh, Jordan's number retired in their rafters. It's fucking weird. Weird behavior. It's dumb. Kobe would be pissed if he felt like if it was every team yeah. in the league. Great. Yeah. Why does the, his number one rival have it just because one player was a fan of his? Like, I think Kobe would probably think that Tatum's kind of a dick rider. Like, I don't think Kobe's. You think Kobe a fan would do that? Kobe no would not way. do that. His, like, Kobe would never do rival this. team? Come on. So Elvis and I, I got... I don't think Kobe would ever do this for another player. <clears throat> he wouldn't have done this if Shaq was like dying. <clears throat> no. Well, Especially Jordan, not Shaq. What about Jordan? Shaq, but... He might have done it for Jordan. <laughs> no? What? What are you no. laughing at? No? Oh, if, oh, I thought you were saying, would Jordan have done this for somebody? Like, no. Oh, fuck yeah. no, Jordan oh, would have never not. done this for anybody. No. <laughs> Jordan would put it like on the bottom of his shoes so he could step on their dead body every time he walked. So Elvis and I were talking about what the next steps are for, uh, for Tatum to honor Kobe. Um, I mm-hmm. just have, I have kind of a three part one for myself. Do you have multiple ideas or just the one? Do you have any? Oh, you talked about one. Are you going to say it? I don't remember it. Okay. Well then I'll bring it up for you. All right. So my, thank you. I appreciate my it. thoughts for next steps for Tatum. Number one, for the rest of the finals, change your number to 24. Just, just go ahead and right. come on, take right. the next step. What if you get to a, between eight and 24. Oh, I like that even better. Alternate yeah. games, maybe like home twenty four yes, exactly, away. Exactly. Eight. Okay, then One of game, them he kind of sucks. The next game he's all right. Right. Then if you get to a game seven, uh, you should actually just change the name on the back of your jersey to Bryant. So you're just right. wearing a Bryant twenty four. Mm-hmm. Could he do like a bald Kobe fro Kobe thing back and forth? Could we get like a wig going maybe where he's eight when he wears eight? That would have to be like almost like game fro. six and seven. He goes Froby to bald Kobe. Yeah. Right? Ooh, that's smart. Go eight fro. Yeah. If they win or lose, they go to the game seven. Now you actually have bam, Bryant 24, 24 bald. Bald. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, if you win the finals, you just legally change your name to Kobe Bryant. I think that's the move. And then maybe we does just... He do the, does he have to do the whole thing, or could he just go, I've changed my middle name to Kobe? That would like be, the, Kobe that would be the Drakest move, probably. That would be the Drakest move. Also, did you see the tweet the other day that was like... It might have just been a, a Portland basketball Twitter thing, but it was like pronouncing Tatum like Batum. <laughs> 
No, I did not, but I love that so much. <laughs> really subtle tweet. I was like, this is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> sounds like we're going to start calling him that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so, uh, And then Elvis's idea, which he forgot, but he told me, yeah, was yeah, he forgot. bring Kobe's dead body to one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> to um, uh, weekend at Bernie's him at the game. <laughs> Just set him up there. Set him courtside, wearing a Celtics jersey. Yep. He yep. would love that. Kobe would love that. Oh so, my god, dude, he'd live for that. Um, this is just these are just some stats I was thinking about earlier. Okay, I was looking up three pointers made. Uh, obviously, it's Curry number one. Um, is Clay number two? I can't remember. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. But one of the stats that I did see on that page uh, was highest plus minus in NBA history in the okay. NBA Finals. I know it's not that meaningful of a stat, but I mean the players at the top have been in the most finals and have won the most finals, so. Kind of makes sense. What would you guess? Who would you guess is number one? I would guess Michael Jordan. You would guess that. It's Manu Ginobili. Ooh, I like that. In 29 games, Manu is a plus 177. Holy shit. Yeah. Probably a lot of that came so, when they kicked the Heat's ass that one year. Yeah, beat the shit out of them. Yeah. That was the 14 finals, right? Yeah. Or in the, oh, 2007. No, no. I was, oh, well, both. No, that was Cavs. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, talking about was, Heat. Yeah, I'm talking Cavs. about 14, yeah. yeah. Duncan, two. Draymond, three. Curry, uh, four. Oh. Kawhi, plus 89 in three wow. finals. Pretty fucking good. Wow, yeah, very good. good. Uh, one member of the 11 to 14 Heat is on this list. Would you like to guess who it is? Uh, I assume it's somebody weird. So let's go with uh, Battier. It is Mario Chalmers. Oh, Mario Chalmers, no a plus 56. Awesome. Uh, LeBron, minus 86, unsurprising with six finals losses, but not bad considering he has six finals losses. Yeah, honestly. how about that? It's a good point. Uh, I thought it was super weird. Michael Jordan, plus 45 hmm. in 35 finals games, uh, 24 and 11, and only plus 45 is wild. And then I realized that... Uh, they only tracked 12 games of plus box plus minus, so mm. pretty damn good. In 12 games, he's plus 45. Not okay, bad. that is good. Hey, I um, guess we will concur on this podcast that Michael Jordan ingunned. He ingunned. Yeah. I do have a Shane Battier number for you, though. Okay, great. In uh, With players with volume, Shane Battier, the career three-point percentage leader in the NBA Finals, 49.1%. Huh. Wow. Followed by Durant at almost 45, Ray Allen and Danny Green. And disgustingly, Derek Fisher is in fifth. Sick. Uh, 12 players are tied at 100% three-point percentage in NBA Finals history. Wow. With, okay, from this year, from this year, Gary Payton II and Namanha Bialica, my absolute fucking guy. By the way, uh, hold on. Let me stop you right there. Did you watch him? He was really good. In the game. Yeah, he He's is awesome. good. He, he was like, really good going. on the Kings. Yeah, yeah. I loved Bielitsa on the Kings. Okay. They would come play the Blazers, and I would always say, Bielitsa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, who else? Um, then Malik Fitz, or Fitz, I don't know who that is. Jordan Nwora with the Bucks. Myers Leonard. Uh, wow. Royal Ivy. Dwight Howard. Holy shit. Mehmet O'Kerr, Antonio oh, Daniels, gross. Hubert Davis. Hakeem Olajuwon and Steve Mix. Hold on. We got to go back to my guy, Mehmet Okur. 
Mehmet. He played in the finals? I think so. For who? I mean, obviously. He was on the Jazz. Uh, they never went to the finals. Uh, he must have played for somebody else in the finals. Let's see. You have to look Give it up. That dude up. was the worst. He was like the first like big man that I remember who couldn't do any big man stuff. He'd just shoot corner yeah. threes. Yeah. That was on that AK-47, Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer. Yeah, he's gross looking. He's not. He does not look like what I thought he was going to look like. He's gross. I, I feel like I knew this, and he's not. Not a handsome man. I am not a handsome man. <laughs> I also like that you named some guy named Malik Feats, but that's not his actual Fitz. name, but that's a fun name. You call him Feats. <laughs> Malik Feats, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's on my Feats. Uh, let's see. He was on, oh, uh, 0304 Pistons. Huh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good for me. Or 0203. Which one was that? 0203. Okay. Right? Sure. Okay, any One other time all-star with the Utah Jazz. Sorry, I'm done. Any other stats? Nope, that's it. Okay. Now that you can cut been. this and put it before the, uh, the Tatum stuff. No, that's all right. It's good. It's good. All right, finally, meat of our podcast. We're only 50 minutes in, and we get to Shmeet. our main segment. All right. So, as we mentioned in Nashville, we watched a lot of I Think You Should Leave. I hope most yep. of our listeners are fans of the show, because it's probably the best show out there right now. Season really three coming good. soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. We're going to draft the best sketches from I Think You Should Leave. We're going to go seven deep because we couldn't decide on our top five. It's too hard. Facts. Uh, so let's get into it. I don't think we have anything I'm else ready. to discuss. All right. How are we deciding oh, who goes first? Oh, we should flip. Flip. Uh, uh, coin. All right. Call it the urinal. Got it. Tails never fails. Hit his heads. Okay. I kind of wanted to go second. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm excited to hear to first you pick. Go. Yeah. I think I have three that I will be sad if you take. Yeah. I don't think that my number one is going to be your number one. That's fine. A lot I'm of good almost th- considering leaving it because I don't think it's yours. All right. Well, let's hear So it. I might take a different one. All right. Well, you're on the clock. All right. I am going to take... Hot Dog Car Crash, number one. <laughs> Hot Dog Car Crash, which is titled Brooks Brothers. Brooks Brothers, correct. Wienermobile. Uh, so maybe explain to the listeners what this is. Just two se- so, two lines. Skip begins. Oh, just in two lines? Or whatever. You could, you could give it a Car crashes into a suit shop. Everybody wants to know who did it, including the guy in a hot dog costume. Well, you didn't he, mention that it is a, a car that is shaped like a hot dog. A car shaped like a hot dog. It's an Oscar Mayer Wiener hot dog right, car. Right, yes. Wiener Mayer. And uh, he goes on to cuss everybody out and tell them that uh, as he's stealing everything from the shop, that they don't know his name, and they don't respect him, and they don't get it. And that at the end of the episode, he's like putting everything in the car, and the cops are like, all right, let's grab him. He's like, fuck you, you pieces of dog shit. You guys fucking suck. He's like <laughs> sprinting away. Uh, yeah, I will say it is, uh, top five for me. Top five on my list. Okay. Brooks Brothers. Uh, Not some top quotes, three. Okay. quotes I listed. Uh, whoever did this, just confess. We promise we won't be mad. That's a great yep. quote. Um, <laughs> the one I use the most is of course my lock screen right now, which is random. <laughs> that was the next one I was going to give. It's like, I'm going to yeah. get in this random hot dog car. Random. Random. Uh, and then. The one that probably gets memed the most is, we're all trying to find out who did this. Mm-hmm. And then my fourth quote was the one you mentioned, which is, yeah, right, you piece of dog shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay, what, two more is that. 
Okay. We're going to do this a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna you're the only one here dressed like a hot dog. Yeah, so is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's wearing like the tan suit with a red shirt and a yellow tie. That one's good. And then yeah. he's like, whoever here, we'll just all punish him while we're here. We'll maybe take out your little bottom and spank your butt. <laughs> Like, well, we got it. He's like, maybe this guy. He's like, I'm not doing it. He's like, okay, you. He's like, well, somebody has to do it. Uh, yes, fantastic. Right. And then he's listing all the porn sites at the end for some reason, which is X X N. I know these names better than my own grandma. <laughs> yes. Okay. Really, really good pick. Right. And when I say, I mean, my Thank top you. five could have gone anywhere. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take. You're up, Noel. You're on the clock. There's one that I'm pretty sure you're going to take from me, but I'm going to pass it up because I think. Right now, like right now, this is my favorite. Like right now, I really like it. I'm going to go with, has this ever happened to you? Um, Yeah. This is one that I've sort of quoted with my ad read on the pod a couple of weeks ago. But the gist is, it's one of those legal ads where it's, has this ever happened to you? And it starts out with, you buy a house that has a termite infestation. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it ends up being like... (laughs) You go through the whole story of the guys coming over to fight the termites and they mess with your toilet. It, it's a whole thing. So my favorite quotes from this, um, I've got three. One, the two, the two guys from the termite company are in the bathroom and he, he says, then they both go in there and you hear a bunch of scrounging around. For some reason, <laughs> that really gets me. A bunch of scrounging around. <laughs> then the guys tell you, uh, it's turbo time. And then they start running around your house, and then <laughs> they say, you're not part of the Turbo Team. Don't run. You don't run with us. <laughs> Unless you're part of the Turbo Team, walk slowly. That's <laughs> also a good quote. And then lastly, the best quote from it is, then you saw in the trash a receipt from Home Depot for a toilet the exact same size as yours, but with a joke hole just for farts. <laughs> An absurd line. I remember you playing that for us. I was like, I don't think I've given this skit much credence, yeah. but it was hilarious. Just for farts is the best line. So anyway, that's my that's my top choice. It's a great pick, Noel. I mean, you honestly can't go wrong. You're going to hear that a lot here. All these skits just make me that. I probably watched an hour of I Think You Should Leave before we started doing this. Yeah. Um, so great pick. Okay. All right. Number two. I'm going to go on. I'm going to take my second pick. I'm going to take Sloppy Steaks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not in your top five? Uh, no, it's not. Oh. Continue. What is Sloppy Steaks? Tell the fan. So Sloppy Steaks is the skit where he the he goes to a baby shower and he tries to the baby starts crying and she he says, Oh, he could tell I used to be a piece of shit. He's <laughs> like, I'm not anymore though. And then he goes in this whole spiel about how his hair slicked back. Or when his his hair is pushed back now, but it used to be slicked back, and he was a piece of shit. And it cuts into this music video, and so um, he talks about how he was a huge piece of shit. You know, little white bathing suit, living for New Year's Eve, sloppy steaks at Bortillo's, and they're like, "Sloppy steaks? What are you talking about?" And then it cuts into this fucking music video, and they're at this um, this steakhouse, and they're about to slop him up, and it is. Um, and it's Vampire Weekend. And Vampire Weekend are the guys at, with him at the table when they're mm. doing it. And they say, slap them up, boys. And they start pouring water all over their sticks because they can't stop you. It's just it's great fun. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I had it on my list and then I maybe accidentally deleted it and I forgot to rank it because it's an all-timer and I think I blew it. So 
Uh, yeah. Really good, good get by me then. Really good. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and take this one because I know we both like it. I'm going to go ahead and take Ghost Tour. Fuck. Uh, I should have gone Ghost Tour. Yeah, I, I thought you might. I thought it might be top two pick. I'm surprised I got it at four. Um, this the, the premise of this is a guy goes to this fake haunted house where there's a tour guide, and it's late at night, and the tour guide says, um, since it's the adult tour, there's no kids here, so you can drink whatever you want, and you can say whatever the hell you want. Uh, I used that quote like two days ago. <laughs> So this guy takes it upon himself to just say the most ridiculous things to the group of people. So immediately after the tour guide says that, he just says, jizz. And they say, (laughs) (laughs) and they say, excuse me, he says, you know, like cum shot and (laughs) he says, or, or horse cock, donkey dick. It's like, what are you saying? Well, it's the adult there. You can say whatever you want. Uh, So (laughs) then he says, he asked the question to the tour guide, do any of these fuckers bust out of the wall and say I got a big old horse cock in my room or a donkey dick? <laughs> and then finally, uh, he, you, you brought the scene up where he pulls him into the closet and he says like, basically tells him to cut it out. And then he says, I'm having the worst day at my job I've ever had. So he says, I don't want anybody to have the worst day at their job, but do <laughs> any of these, tears in his eyes, do any of these fuckers ever like blast out of the wall and have a huge cum shot uh so i'll kick him out and they kick him out he says i thought we could say whatever we want somewhere along the line our wires got crossed uh this is just us quoting the show i suppose uh but yes yeah it's the next pick uh last one one of the best parts of that skit specifically is when he walks outside and his grandma picks him up or his mom, and she's like, did you make any friends? And he goes, not really. <laughs> he just gets in the car and they drive away. All right, great pick, Noel. Okay. Uh, I'm bummed out. Yeah. I, I, I knew I should have taken that one earlier. Okay. All right, I'm taking one that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And the one that I kind of thought you wouldn't have ranked high, but I have one, possibly. Okay. okay. It's fully loaded nachos. Oh, no. I think it is like one of the one of the pinnacles of i think you should leave like what it, the show is about is i i fully loaded nachos skit i have it at four okay okay very perfect. high very high so the idea of the show is that he's on a date with a girl for the first time they're about to go to a movie but they stop off at a mexican mexican restaurant to get beers and nachos and she is just eating like all all of the fully loaded nachos like all the ones with the meat and the cheese and all that and he's getting like just like just chips like just chips <laughs> And so his way to solve this, and he goes to the waiter, and he asks him to come back to their table and tell his date that there's a rule that the restaurant has that the, if one person can't eat all of the fully loaded nachos if they get them to share. And uh, he continues to say, like, she questions him because he realizes he's lying, and he goes, what? <laughs> to finish? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yes. Uh, just yeah. chips. Like, just chips. That's probably like just chips. one of the top five things i say from the show all the time yeah. like at, yeah. not even in context really not even talking mm-hmm. about chips but uh really really good pick i think when i first started my list i had it top two or three and then i convinced myself to to put one more in addition to the two i've already picked uh, my number three pick which okay. is the day that robert palin's murdered me which is a very famous one uh it was one that i uh i think 
didn't realize how much I liked until we watched it the other day. Because we watched it the other night, didn't we? Or I can't remember. I, this I would say that this is the this is the skit that made I think you should leave famous. Okay, yeah. So the idea it's basically the Johnny Cash um, scene where the band is trying to play for a record label and they're playing like a nice gospel song and the the record label says that's not really doing it for us. And so the lead singer, who is not the main guy from I Think You Should Leave, starts riffing on this song that he wrote that sounds a lot like Johnny Cash about, like, I saw a man die or whatever. And he tells his band members to follow his lead. Well, then the the secondary guitar man just starts singing the most absurd lyrics of all times. He jumps in and says, That was also the night that the skeletons came to life. And (laughs) sings about the bones being their money several times. My favorite said line like four is, times. <laughs> he said it four times. My favorite line is, and they pull your hair up, but not out. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly, but... Uh, I've never seen so much food as this. <laughs> you can sing the whole song. It's fantastic. Watch it. And then yeah. lastly, at the very end, the guy in the um, recording studio says, like, we were really interested in what Billy was singing. And the guy says, Billy is in me or Billy is in him? And they say, your name's Billy too? says, no, that's why I'm so fucking confused. And that's maybe the, my favorite fuck in the whole show. It's, Good use it's, of the F word. Um, yeah, that, there's, we, there's points where the F word is like, you know, people throw it in. We always talk about, you know, the libtards online who just use the word fuck to try to sound like cool and edgy. Mm-hmm. This is one of the best uses of fuck, mm-hmm. so, especially the emphasis. That's why I'm so fucking confused. Right. It's like one of those so PG-13 movies that throws in the one F word and it just hits at yep. the right spot. So, Okay, what else? No, this is a great pick, Noel. I'm uh, pretty jealous. I kind of okay. I, I would say that um, this is, like I said, this is the one I think that make, I think you should leave famous. Yeah. I guess there's one more. But, I don't know. It's kind of fallen off for me because of like the second season. Fair. It's fair. All right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take what I have ranked three. Yeah. I'm going to take charades. Mm. Which is called uh, Game Night. Game Night, which is essentially a girl brings her older boyfriend with a weird ponytail, it's Tim Heidecker, uh, to to a charades night with all of her friends, and they're all putting in, you know, like sports teams, pop stars, all these normal um, like charades people that you would um, celebrities, celebrities that you would act out. And he's only putting in like old jazz musicians, musicians that nobody knows, and they're trying to act him out. He's like, I guess he's a jazz musician. He's like, we'll play it out. He goes, ooh, ooh, I want to see what hear what she's playing. <laughs> um, and then he's being an unruly guest. He's asking for. He's like, I saw some gazpacho soup over there. Can I get some gazpacho soup? And it it comes out and it's room temperature. And he says, Ah, it burned my lips. And then the last the last part <laughs> is I think is the heavy hitter. He says. He has a bag of walnuts like in his side pocket because he's wearing cargo pants. And he looks at the, the host and says, where be your nutcracker? <laughs> That's probably the best line in the whole thing. Uh, yeah. But yes, I did write down some quotes from this one. I also, I had to write them down verbatim so I could say them. Uh, when he's trying to act out the jazz musicians, he ran with Thaddeus Finks. He was one of the eight balls with Mookie Kramer and the eight balls. So those are like the clues he's giving. <laughs> like people are supposed to get it. Um, and yeah, where be your nutcracker? So she's like, I guess I have one with the Christmas decorations upstairs. He's like, oh great, so you could run and get that. 
Oh, oh great. No. That'll just take you a minute. That'll just take you a minute. Yeah, even better. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fantastic pick. I have that at seven. So uh, okay. that was. I only have one. As as top ten. I'm good with it. Yeah. Very very good pick. I'm gonna go with the one I know that I like a lot more than you. Although I think I talked you into it a little bit the other night. No, you're 100 percent right. I have a top ten now. Okay. I'm gonna go with Corn Cob TV, uh, which is. A, I guess it's an infomercial about a guy who uh, created a show called Coffin Flap, and it's basically <laughs> just hours and hours of bodies falling out of the bottom of coffins, and uh, one mm-hmm. in five of them are nude, I believe, is, is the stat he gives, and yep. he just has to uh, defend himself by saying, I don't know what to tell you, bud. I didn't rig shit. People are saying I rigged. I didn't rig shit. And uh, the guys at Spectrum think I'm just some dumb hick. They told me that at a dinner. I think that's actually the episode is titled They Told Me That at a Dinner. But uh, mm-hmm. Corn Cob TV. They, they reference Corn Cob TV in like three different skits, but mm-hmm. specifically the coffee yeah. flop episode. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of this one for a long time, and I've watched it twice since then, and it is fucking hilarious. I, I really, really like it. So I, I will didn't say, rig shit is a great line. Yeah. It's just the, the episodes, or sorry, the sketches that are the best, I think, are just when... The main dude, Tim Robinson, is just at his peak, just being the most ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. So that was Which my fourth pick. So you're fourth pick, pick five, right? This is your fifth? My pick five. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what makes this one, I think, is a sleeper, really high pick. Okay. I think we may have talked about it before. And it's because of, like I was saying, this the classic, like Tim, this is, I think you should leave in a nutshell, yeah. is the gift receipt. Mm. episode yes yes so it's they go over to a person's uh one of his friend's birthdays and everybody's getting him gifts he's so excited about the one before he opens his gift it's a salt and pepper shaker and then he opens brian's gift and it's a uh or it's not his name's not brian this one i don't know what it is i don't remember it's like live or lig or something like that's weird weird name weird um and it's like a wreath for his door and he says oh the guy at the shop says it was the best one he had he has the same one and he's he's (laughs) like really well thank you yeah, it works really well. And he puts it away. He's, so, so you like it, right? So I could just take the gift receipt back. He's like, I'm just going to put them all over here. He's like, just give me the gift receipt back. He's like, and they go on. He's like, so you wouldn't mind if I ate it. Like, there's time elapsing in between all of these and other people are talking and he keeps coming back to it and he's just getting more and more ridiculous. And he's like, so you wouldn't mind if I ate it. And then he eats it and then he immediately gets sick and calls out the birthday boy for not having wiped well enough and there being shit on his hands and that's the reason that he got sick. (laughs) And then it goes 30 seconds in and the entire party turns on the birthday boy and they're like, what the fuck, man? Did you not wipe your fucking hands well enough? Is there shit all over your hands? (laughs) He's like, you let my wife eat this fucking gift receipt and you can't touch it and they're losing it. And then eventually everybody leaves and it is... In the microcosm, the perfect, I think you should at least get it. It is. I also like how they call it a slice of toilet paper. They say, you didn't use a big enough slice. Um, is it? It might be one of the first episodes, like episode one, I think. Or Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's uh, yeah, the third skit in episode one. And one of the best. Mm-hmm. Okay, good pick, Coin. Um, with my fifth pick, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Carl Havoc, who is, uh, the premise here is it's a 
reality show where they dress this guy up in a ton of makeup and and uh, I don't know what it is, mask and all kinds of body suits and stuff. And he's supposed to prank people on the TV show, but then once he gets into the mall, he decides that there's way too much fucking shit on him. And he uh, really wants to rip his own head off uh, because the chin kills, is what he says. Does the chin kill? Yes, it kills! And then uh, eventually he gets so bummed out at his costume that he says, I don't want to be around anymore. And that's kind of how it ends. They just scrap the the scene because the guy gets so depressed in this suit that he kind of just wants to die. Knock their tray over. What's that going to (laughs) do? What's that do for the greater good? (laughs) That's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Him and the the trailer, even when he's getting there, he's like, this is going to be so funny. He he throws up like the rock. He's like, ah. He's like, I don't even look like me. This guy sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, that's our top see, five. This is, let's let's yeah, cruise through I, our I next think two the, picks. These two, yeah, I agree. But these two, I feel like, are the most interesting ones because there's so many fucking skits that could be like anywhere yeah. in the top fifteen. I know. I'm gonna take De- Detective Crashmore. <laughs> okay, I was wondering if yeah. you would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a ridiculous scene where Santa Claus is playing an action hero. It's like basically a ripoff of Die Hard kind of, but he's, he's doing an interview and the guy's like, how do you do it in between and in between delivering presents for the year? And he freaks out and he's like, I told you not to say fucking shit about Christmas or me doing it. (laughs) (laughs) The one I use the most is that he's like, well, what did, uh, how did this movie change your life? He's like, well, the pay, especially. Got two mil for playing Crashmore. <laughs> He's like, well, how did that money affect how you're living now? He's like, well, now that I got two mil for this, that's my quote, my rate. And any time anybody wants to book me, they got to pay me two mil. <laughs> Even if I do a bad job, they still got to pay. Even if I do a bad job, they still got to pay. <laughs> Crashmore is good. I got to watch it some more times because I, I, it's very quotable, uh, but I haven't fallen in love with it as much as you have. So. Fair. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, probably one of the most famous ones, uh, which is Instagram, which does not have Tim Robinson in it. Uh, It's got three, at least two girls from SNL and one other girl. Um, It's basically... Isn't the third, the third girl, I think, isn't that the girl from um, Dave? Yeah, I think it is. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't actually watched all of Dave, but I think that's her. She's the like graphic designer or whatever, one of his friends. Mm -hmm. Um... So it's just three girls sitting around a table uh, reading the captions that they're posting for their Instagram post about them going to lunch. And an example of one that she posts is, slopping down some pig shits with these fat fucks, and I'm the fattest of them all. So <laughs> it's just that for about three minutes. It's really good. Put me in a coffin. Wet, wet mud, no coffin. <laughs> wet, wet mud. Put me in the ground. Wet, wet mud, no coffin is one of my favorites. Great pick, Noel. Thank you. All right. Uh, I guess we get on menchies anyways, but I'm really struggling with, let's see, seven, seven, you seven. You have so many I'm to pick to left. Yeah, I really do. Uh, wait, you have one, oh, you have one pick left. Do, do I go, do I just go with the crowd plazer pick here? Perhaps. I think I will. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and take focus group. Okay. Which is, of course, the scene uh, with the old guy that is very famous. With he said when he says, "A good steering wheel that does not fly out the window 
when you are driving. (laughs) And he says it over and over and over. And uh, he says, you have no good car ideas. (laughs) You're pretty good at that. That's a good impersonation. Yeah, Yeah, I'm good at that. Um, But yeah, I think it's one of the, I think that between that one and the day that Robert Palin's murdered me, or whatever you called it, what was it? Uh, Yeah, that was it. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that those two are the ones that made season one like really pop. Okay. I yeah, I think um Brooks Brothers was or the hot dog one was probably was it one B. I thought it was pretty famous. Maybe not. But yeah, I, okay. I agree. Um all right, my last pick, I'm gonna go with I don't know, this one's probably not really that good, but I'm gonna go with Bozo, which is uh <laughs> <laughs> I almost had this on my list. I think this one's hilarious. I don't think that many people think it's funny. No, I don't either. So it's just like four coworkers. <laughs> Sitting around the conference room, uh, looking up YouTube videos, and one guy just <laughs> does not know any YouTube videos. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes home <laughs> and makes his own, and then the next day he comes into work and tells them <laughs> about this video he saw, and they go to it. And it's got one view, and uh, <laughs> it's called Bozo Dubbed Over. And it's literally a clip of Bozo the Clown, but he dubs his voice over. <laughs> and he just says, Oh, I hope I don't jack it. I hope I don't jack off. Oh, no fuck. Uh, it really doesn't make any sense. He's like, is this what Bozo That's is? That's the hardest we laughed at any of our picks. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was an under, underdog one, I know. Uh, uh, right. That's a good pick. Thank you. All right. Let's give some on Menchies. What did we miss? All right. Quick ones. Yeah. Uh, barely missed the cut for me was Insider Trading slash Brian's hat. Yeah. He says, Do you remember saying this? Oh my God. Brian's wearing that fucking hat again. And he's like, What the fuck? And he's like, In court. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. And uh, you can't skip lunch is one of my favorite ones where he's eating the hot dog out of his sleeve. Uh, both great. Uh, here's two that I think we need to give more time to because I think they're classic Tim Robinson sketches. Calico cut pants, which is about uh, a guy. That one's fine. I'm not really a fan of okay, that. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And Dan flashes. What about Dan flashes? Another one. I just. I. It's. It's good. It's. It's good. Like him banter. Like on the couch. Yeah, that I really like. Yeah. But it's not. Okay. It doesn't really do okay, it. Okay. Fair me. enough. The scene. The Dan flashes part that I think is the funniest when they do the. Uh, the hotel commercial of the. The shop at the whatever yards it is called. The, gr- and the creek they, or whatever. Yeah. The shops at the creek. And they cut to the guy who's at the Dan Flash's place. And he's like this. Like looking at all the patterns on the shirts. <laughs> he's mesmerized. <laughs> that part is funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we should probably mention Baby of the Year. It's probably one of the famous Baby ones. Baby of the Year. That guy's that very funny. Very funny. Oh, that guy's hilarious. And then. Uh, w- also, Motorcycles is really good. <laughs> motorcycles is nice motorcycle. not on my list. <laughs> Uh, the two that I quote the most though is babysitter where he has to make an excuse that the babysitter was late and he says it was a hit and run because he says they didn't, <laughs> they don't matter like at all, like at all. Like at all. So I say yeah. that all the Absolutely. time. And then the River Mountain High TC Tuggers one, which is pretty dumb, but it's, it's actually similar to the quote from Ghost, uh, Ghost Tour where she's like, do, do they come in any other styles? And he's like drinking water. No, not really. Not really. So, yeah. Uh, those are the two that I quote the most. Uh, I think that's, that's all. Fair. Oh, laser spine specialists, where he says, Come here, you little fuck. Underrated. 
Yeah, underrated one. And the last one I'll mention is uh, Professor Dinner. He says, give me that. I don't know. I have to <laughs> you watch don't like that, that one. one. I don't know that one, no. no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> that guy just died. Did you know that? He did die. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, the last one I'll mention is the celebrity, the Johnny Carson one, where they're, whether they're allowed to hit or not. He can he hit. He can yeah. hit. He can hit. Okay. Yeah. Good one. Okay. That has been I Think You Should Leave Draft. Uh, I never told you I went to a friend's house and we were having like a little double date at their house and he had some like oldies music on and that song came on. It is not just the song for that show. It's a real song. Like were you, did old, you like look at Katie? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? No, I looked at, I looked at Steve, my friend who I thought watched the show. Yeah, I think he did watch the show. And I'm like, did you just have this from the show? He's like, what show? I'm like, this is the I Think You Should Leave song. He's like, oh, yeah, it is. I'm like, what? I just have this song? Uh, okay, anyway. All right, let's get to Dumb Dumb Survivor. We're going to narrow yeah. down to the This is a long four. pot. Let's this go. is very long. We have, to, we have two more segments to go. It's going to be hour 45. So we'll do Dumb Dumb quick. Uh, give, me your, give me your thoughts on Dumb Dumb, or if you want to give me your, your top six rankings, or how do you want to do it? Um, all right, I will give you my top six rankings. Okay. I feel pretty confident where I'm at right now. Okay. Going blue Raz. Okay. I'm sticking watermelon. Okay. Yeah. I go orange. Oh, okay. Cotton candy. Oh. Bee scotch. Mm-hmm. Lemon lime. Mm. Wow. Five, lemon six. lime. The fall from grace. The fall from grace. Yeah. Really tough. Okay, interesting. Um, I didn't. Again, I'm just kind of deferring to you. I'm kind of playing the field to see where we go with this. Um, all right, so Blue Raz stays. But I'm just gonna get this out of the way now. I, uh, my favorite one is butterscotch, but I'm gonna acknowledge that this is Survivor. This is about the group voting out the worst. It's not about the group picking the best or their favorite. True. It's about voting out True. the worst. Uh, so we're going to get to the end here and I don't feel like we need to keep around one that you don't love just to, for it to lose in the championship or whatever. I'm willing to let it bow out, but with the, with the thought that it is probably my favorite, but it's just a, it's an acquired taste. Oh yeah, that's fair. I just, I, yeah, I, I, I had one earlier and I just, just really not getting enjoyment out of it i gotta say let me ask you a question should there be any weight put into if you had a bag of only those and you had like four in a row should there be putting any stock put into that i think so because here's the case i'm gonna make against one that i like cotton candy cotton candy great classic lollipop flavor really nice just kind of a sugar flavor if you had two of those, it probably you, your tummy it's too would much. Hurt. Yeah, it's too, too much. much. Too much. Yeah, my so, tummy would hurt. I don't know if that we're just making up criteria now. I know this is the no criteria pod, but at some point you got to pick for some reason. No, I think that I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't. It is. I, I think in 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 a sense, it is like one off draft. That is. I think that's one criteria to use. I don't think that's the end all be all of criteria. So lemon lime, sense. it's just like what's your why did it fall? Dude, so far? it's just it's really just. The taste. <laughs> Skating, mostly. <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like the initial lemon lime flavor I got out of it 
was so much better. And now it's like dulled so much. I think there's like somebody put a little bit of dirt in Sprite. I think there actually is a lot of inconsistency with the suckers, which is kind of mm-hmm. a fun thing because I have to admit, orange, I just had an orange one. It wasn't that good. It really wasn't that good. They, the first one I had was terrible. But I've had, I felt like the last two or three I had were awesome. I love them. So, um, okay. So, oh, I just drooled a little bit. I mean, I don't love, I still just don't see how watermelon is a top three or four flavor, but it's just sneaking by, really? I guess. That one I just it's had fine. was so it's fucking fine. good. It was so good. I think we have to get rid of either, I still like lemon lime. I have I it think, at six, but considering that you, you really you have butterscotch one. Yeah, no, I actually do think we should get rid of butterscotch. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to make the same oh. concession that you are. Oh, right? you're going to. There's concede. no way watermelon can win. Yeah, I don't think watermelon. Why keep can it in the race? Me, I'm sorry. I, I'm not even not even um, giving up on lemon lime. Could potentially win. Do you I, have I, it I in your last like place? It. Which one? I will say that the suck I just had was not bad. Yeah. It was a nice suck. Good Love suck. Love you have a nice but. suck. I would say we'd decide between getting rid of watermelon and cotton candy in addition to butterscotch. And I know what you would pick, but... Is it worth keeping cotton candy just so we don't have, like, four fruit flavors in it? Uh, yeah. Probably. Probably is. Unless we just Let's acknowledge that. that the fruit flavors are just the best, so we should just pick from the best fruit flavors. I don't know. No, I'm I'm good with cotton candy. Are you? Is there any chance in hell? I think there. We have to allow for the chance that lemon lime is the best. If maybe you find another one that's awesome, like because the first time yeah, you tried it, yeah, there's a chance like I could. Favorite. There's a chance I could. I was all in okay. on it. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm positive cotton candy is not going to be my favorite. I'm also positive watermelon's not, but that's fine. We can move it on to the final four. So. We'll we'll boot butterscotch and cotton candy. I'm okay with that. And leave watermelon in. Yeah, we'll leave watermelon, blue raz, orange, and lemon lime. All right, cool. Okay, good with it. Uh, cotton candy and butterscotch. The tribe has spoken. All right, what time is it now? It is 10:33. Not what often we're late. I was gonna say. Usually we're not after 10 3 All right, I'll go quick. Coin, every year in the NFL, we're going football again, it seems like the league is going away from the bell cow running backs and instead going with a committee approach. Guys like Darren Sproles, who once seemed like rare gimmicky players, are now found on every single team as third down backs. Tony Pollard, J.D. McKissick, and Devin Singletary make up for what they lack in size with quickness and the ability to catch passes out of the backfield. But we are not here to talk about those pussies because the bell cows do still exist. Yeah. Last season's league leader in rushing TDs had 18, which was tied for the most in a season since 2006. Okay. Since 2003, 17 different players have led the league in rushing touchdowns, and that includes ties. Name six of these players. 17 different players of the led the league in rushing touchdowns? Yep. Bingo. Adrian Peterson. That is correct. Adrian Peterson uh, has led the league in touchdowns twice. He did it in 
2009, and he did it in 2015. Nice six years apart. Can't say I'm super confident in who led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. I should know it. You don't have obvious, to. Is it Derek? Is it Derek Henry? Did Derek Henry do it? Uh, Derek Henry did not lead the league last year. However, he has led the league twice, so I will give it to okay. you. He led the league the previous two years, 19 and 20. I want to say this last year was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones did not lead the league in rushing touchdowns last year, but he did lead the league. <laughs> he tied Derrick Henry in 2019. So sadly, you nice. do get a point there. Nice, 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 nice. I need six, right? <clears throat> and nice. this is since what year? Sorry. Uh, 2003. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Uh, I believe he led the league in 2005. I think that was his MVP year. Oh yeah, because he had um, 27 touchdowns. Uh, I think he led it pre- prior to 2003 as well. But since 2003, he's done it once. So it's pretty good. 27, which is tied for second on this list. Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, Ladanian Tomlinson has done it three times since 2003. He had uh, 28 in 2006. Get this, he led the league with 28 in 2006. Then he led the league with 15 the following year. That's crazy. Yeah. That was crazy, man. Wow. That was crazy. Um, Wow, you're going to crush this. I should have made it eight. Did LaShawn McCoy ever lead the league in rushing touchdowns? Man, Coyne, you are on absolute fire. LaShawn McCoy did, in fact, lead the league in rushing touchdowns in 2011. Just keep, nice. keep on going. Let's see how many you can get. Did Did Zeke do it? No. First ah, miss. Ah, damn First it. miss. He what about DeMarco led. Murray? Very good. DeMarco Murray did indeed lead it in That was my initial thought. Shouldn't have gone back on it. 2014, yep. Yeah. Come, 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 come. Marshawn? Marshawn Lynch, yes, sir. Just crushing it. 2014. Uh, he and uh, DeMarc Murray tied that year. I don't think Frank Gore's ever been a volume guy. Uh, Jamal Charles. Man, going is on fire. Jamal Charles did indeed lead the league in 2013. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With just twelve, just twelve. Yeah, but didn't uh, didn't Blunt do it one year? Was he that guy? Are you looking at the list? This is unbelievable. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> 2016. He actually had 18 with, with the uh, Patriots, with right? The Pats. Yep. Yeah, I knew. <clears throat> I, this was one of the early ones I thought of. Actually, <laughs> just go for them all. Just get them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is correct. So you have 03, 12. That's not, is that Marshall Falk? Uh, no, I think he did in like 01. Mm. So I, it was cut off. So no. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All good. All right, I'll call it. You'll call it. Okay, well done. Mm. You got freaking like 12. Um, Priest Holmes did it in 03. He did it a couple times. Damn it. Arian Foster did it in 12. I fucking almost gushed Arian Foster. Damn it. Uh, tied with AP in 15 was D'Angelo Williams and Jeremy Hill, surprisingly. Yeah, it was not good. That was for uh, the Bengals, right? Yep. Uh, here's one. Devontae Freeman, your boy, led the league. Yes. In, in oh, 16? I'm sorry. 
In 15 also, there's four of them tied with 11, so mm-hmm. that's why. Uh, and then Todd Gurley with the Rams. Yes. That's nice. it. That's the only guys you missed. You freaking crushed it. I way underestimated it. That was good. That was probably the best I've ever done. It was really impressive. Okay, a nice 90-minute rookie show pod. You're Let's welcome. Let's go. You're welcome, fans. Um, Coin, where can the fans follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. And for, for now. Noel and I will be back together this weekend. That's true. For the wedding of Tyler Pillow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where can I follow you, Noel? At DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis on Instagram. C, of course, stands for Carolina. Right. Okay. It's going to do it for another Ricky Show pod. Who's going to play us out? What about uh? Who is the band you Cheryl just Crow mentioned? Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. Oh, I was gonna say Vampire. Oh, we could do Sheryl. No, Vampire Weekend. That's Vampire Weekend. Or Sheryl Crow Sheryl- and Kid Rock. Do Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. All right. Have we done that? I feel like we've played that. Before. I we've definitely done Kid Rock. I don't know. I don't think we've done Picture. I usually don't play a slow song like that, so it'd be a nice change. Pick. That's true. Okay. All right. Do it. Or we could pick the other song that they sing together. <laughs> I don't think there is one. Okay. No. Well done, Coin. I will talk to you in a couple days. I'll probably All talk right. to you tomorrow. Who we, t- who we kidding? Yeah. All, All right. right. See you, everybody. Peace. Living my life in a slow hell. Different girl every night at the hotel. I ain't seen the sun shining three damn days. Fueling up on cocaine and whiskey Wish I had a good girl to miss me Lord, I wonder if I'll ever change my ways I put your picture away Sat down and cried today I can't look at you while I'm lying next to her I put your picture away Sat down and cried today I can't look at you while I'm lying next to her you last night in the hotel everyone knows but they won't tell but the half-hearted smiles tell me something just ain't right i've been waiting on you for a long time fueling up on heartaches and cheap wine